Hello, my little holiday elves, and welcome to a very special week. It's Christmas week! That's right! And we are so excited that it's Christmas week here on Keeping the Yuletide Gay with Gason. I wanted to do something a little bit different this week and give you what I'm calling the five days of Giftmas. That's right, instead of just putting out one super long episode on the 24th, like we normally would do, this time around, what we're going to do is release small little bite-sized episodes every day until Christmas Eve just as my special little treat for you. Now, please remember this. From this episode on, I should have put a disclaimer with the show. Please remember that our show is not intended for younger listeners. All right, we do use a lot of foul language sometimes. Mrs. Claus says some things. Carol says some things. I say some things. So please make sure that you are not within earshot of the little ones. Um, so you might have to take some private time to listen, which would be great because it gives you a little holiday break. So grab your holiday cocktail and let's start unwrapping your first gift. On the first day of Giffmas, keeping a Yuletide gay, give to me a fancy fun fact about the history of eggnog. Oh, jeez. I'm real excited about this. That's right, Carol. Today we're talking about the most divisive drink during the holiday season. You either love it or hate it. Eggnog. Do you like eggnog, Carol? Well, listen, I don't really know nothing about eggnog, except I drink it during the parties, uh, during the holidays. You know, we put a lot of liquor in it, because that's what we do when you're up north, help you keep warm. So I don't really know a lot about it, but I enjoy it. So I'm kind of excited to, to be all ears about all this. I'm going to sit back and just watch you do your thing, you know. Usually it's you watching me. It's like a whole new world. <laughs> Thanks, Carol. Okay. So, everybody... Eggnog, otherwise known as Christmas milk or well, this gross term, egg milk punch, which does not sound appetizing whatsoever, has been around since at least 1878. Now, if you don't know what eggnog is, and that's okay because, you know, we don't know where you grew up and that's all right. It's a very rich, chilled, sweetened, dairy-based drink. It's typically made with milk and cream and sugar and then whipped egg whites separately and egg yolks separately. And then when you mix all that together, it kind of gives it this frothy texture and that's where it starts to get its name. And then many adults, that's right, adults, add liquor to it. Now, it could be brandy or rum or whiskey or bourbon and it gives it that little extra holiday kick. And in some cases... Eggnog is actually served warm, like mulled wine, which I think would probably make me want to vomit, but whatever. Uh, so where did the term come from? Well, the online etymology dictionary states that the term eggnog is actually an American term uh, that was introduced in 1775, consisting of the words egg and the word nog. And in this case, nog means strong ale which would make sense if you're adding liquor to it. Now, now historians believe that the drink originated during the Middle Ages as a drink called posset, which was made from hot milk that was curdled, gross, with wine or ale and flavored with spices. Now, posset was used as a cold and flu remedy, and eggs were added by different people throughout time. Now, posset was very popular during the medieval times to the 19th century. 
Eggs were added to some posset recipes, including some monks who also added figs. So they think that's where kind of the egg started to come into it. The drink made its way to America during the 18th century. Since brandy and wine were heavily taxed, rum was a cheaper option. And when the supply of rum to the U.S. was reduced because of the American Revolutionary War, Americans then turned to domestic whiskey and eventually bourbon, which became more popular, as a substitute. Now, eggnog became tied to the holidays when it was adopted in the United States back then in the 1700s. Now, eggnog has come a long way since then. You can now buy it ready-made in stores. There's lots of recipes online if you want to make it your own version, like a lot of people do. And there are now recipes out there for non-dairy and vegan options, as well as pre-made eggnog that is non-dairy and vegan as well. It's been included in many Christmas stories, TV show episodes, holiday movies, and of course, at most holiday parties. In fact, in 2019, here in the United States, 53.5 million bottles of pre-made eggnog were purchased, and Americans spent $185 million on eggnog in 2019, which is insane. Eggnog has become so popular, there are even songs about it now. I tried to do some research, just simply Googled songs about eggnog, and there were quite a few that popped up, more than I ever expected, and honestly, more than we have time to cover on this episode. But I would like to mention three of them. Found them on YouTube. The links for those videos will be on the show notes at the end of the show, so you can find those after you listen or before you listen. Check them out, and then go out and download those songs so those artists get paid for all their amazing hard work. The first song that I want to talk to you about is one you kind of just heard a brief snippet of just a few moments ago. It's Straight No Chasers, Who Spiked the Eggnog? And it's fantastic for an acapella song, so take a quick listen now. Tell me who, who spiked the eggnog? I know the culprit's here. Who, who brought the booze to the Christmas party who this year? The Tell who, who spiked the eggnog? It smells like rum in here. Who? Suck it in, we're gonna feel it tomorrow, I fear. The first round went down easy, the second one nice and smooth. By the third, my head was spinning around, and that's when I got the clues to tell me who. Next up is a song I had no idea was around. Um, it came out about five years ago, it looks like. I found it by just stumbling around looking for songs about eggnog. It is fantastic. You actually heard it. Uh, kind of at the beginning of the show. It's called Corn Whiskey in the Eggnog by Miss Minnie, uh, Southern Soul Christmas. And I'm going to tell you all right now, I freaking love this song so much. It's been playing on repeat uh, for the past few days. I've even sent it out to a couple of friends. I'm like, you have to listen to this song. I love it. I think it's fantastic. She has a fantastic voice. I hope you all enjoyed as much as I did. Here's a quick snippet of Miss Minnie's Corn Whiskey in the Eggnog.
corn whiskey in the nog. Oh my gosh, I love this song so much. It's been on repeat for the past couple of days. I just love it. It's so fun. It really makes me yearn for the days when we could go to the bar and listen to the live band and just chill with your friends and and have a drink. I cannot wait for those times to come back. So let's all do our part. You know, I don't want to get too crazy, but do your part. Wear a mask. Um, <laughs> there is one final song that I do want to talk about and give you a quick little snippet of because I, it's funny and I enjoyed it. And it is from the TV show Full Frontal with Samantha Bee. Uh, they created a song spoofing 80s collab songs like We Are the World and Do They Know It's Christmas. Instead, they sing about eggnog in the eggnog song. But she does have some really awesome actors making cameo appearances glammed out in their 80s best. Uh, people like John Stewart and Patton Oswalt and Molly Ringwald and Bellamy Young and the list just keeps going on. So take a quick second and take a listen to the eggnog song. Um, I have to be honest, though, and say that I have not had eggnog since I was a kid, probably in my early teens. And of course, it was not alcoholic because I was a good little boy. Uh, but I remember absolutely hating it. And I thought, since I'm doing an episode about eggnog, I should actually try to, you know, try it while we're on the podcast. So I am lazy and pre uh, purchased some pre-made eggnog from Prairie Farms. And I'm going to mix one glass with some wild turkey whiskey. And I'm going to mix another glass with some Malibu rum just to try them both. And Carol, I'm going to make you a glass as well uh, so that we can get your opinion too, Okay. Okay, I'm all about drinking some cocktails. All right, Carol, so I've went ahead and made us two glasses each. We have one glass again with some wild turkey and we have another glass full of Malibu. So I think we should start with the whiskey first. So of course, Carol, let's cheers. Ooh, we're so fancy on this episode. All right. So here goes. I will take my sip first, and then, Carol, you can tell us what you think after I go, okay? Okay! I just want to tell everybody that um, it is thick, and it smells gross. So here we go. Whiskey first. I did put cinnamon on top to add that extra little, I don't know, holiday feel. Well, Okay. First, it's a little weird in your mouth. Um, <laughs> it's a little thick and creamy. Uh, and it does have a little aftertaste. But you know what? It's not as strong as I thought it would be when I put the whiskey inside. You can definitely taste the whiskey. And you can definitely taste the nog. But I'm not mad about it. And I wonder if, since I've gotten older, if my palate's changed. Um, you know, I should probably take one more sip just to be sure, Carol. Mm-hmm. Mm, I gotta, ooh, yeah, I definitely hit some liquor that time. Carol, what are your thoughts about the uh, the one with the whiskey in it? 
OMG, listen, it's good. It just reminds me of a good time up here in Mount Rose, okay? I like eggnog. It's fine. I'm excited to try it with a Malibu, though. That should be interesting. Yeah, I think so, too. It might add a little uh, flavor of the Caribbean to it. So, again, um, you know, I uh, I have got it with the Malibu and um, added some cinnamon to it. So I'm very excited. So because we know how much I love Malibu. And if you don't know how much I love Malibu, you have not been listening to the other podcast, Gabbing with Gason. You will hear about it every episode. All right, here we go. I will say, okay, so this is what's interesting. Adding the Malibu to it made it less thick. It's definitely a little bit more watery. Um, I don't know if, if it's my favorite. I don't, I don't know. Let me take another step. Let me just get a good old gulp here. It's good. It's good, but I will say this. I definitely prefer it with the whiskey um, versus the rum. I think the whiskey is the way to go, personally. Carol, what about you? Well, listen, it's like I'm on an island hideaway, okay? Because first of all, I love the eggnog. Second of all, I'm also a fan of the Malibu rum. So, hey, Malibu. Carol says hi. Uh, but you're, you're right. It did make it a little bit more, um, it thins it out a little bit, made it a little bit more watery. It's good. It's good. I would definitely have, like, one. But if I was going to sit there and drink eggnog for a couple of hours, you know, like I did back in my college days, I would definitely probably go with a whiskey at all. So, you know, but it's still good, y'all. You should try it both ways. Then let us know what you think. Absolutely. Let us know what you think. You can email us at keepingtheyuletidegay at gmail.com or leave us a 60 second voicemail at anchor.fm slash keepingtheyuletidegay. And we can share your thoughts on a future episode. Also, if you have a different recipe for eggnog that you think would be great or a different liquor that you've used, uh, let us know. We'd be love to uh, try it again. I feel like, again, my life is changing because now I enjoy uh, eggnog with whiskey and cinnamon. Who knew? Uh, I'm very surprised by this uh, turn of events. Carol, thank you so much for being on this episode with me. It's been really fun, just the two of us hanging out. I know, right? You're going to have to let me come back on sometimes. And you know what you should do? You should come on my segment once. That'd be a good time. You know, two of us crafting and, and, and tacking to people. That'd be a good time. I'd like to hear what your advice is. It's probably not going to be as good as mine, no. Thanks, Carol. You know what, Carol? I think we should have a chug-off after the show's over. Oh, I'm down for that, mister. Let me tell you something. I didn't win the championship title of Nod Gobbler 1996 for nothing. You got yourself a contest here, sir. You better wrap this show up first, though. I don't think that's the reason you got that title, Carol. <laughs> but you're right. I do need to wrap the show up. All right, everybody. Come back tomorrow for our second day of Giftmas to see what our show will be about and continue to help us put the mess in Christmas. Remember to check the show notes for links to all three of those songs that we played during the show. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, y'all. We wish you a Merry Christmas provided by FreeXmasMP3.com.